As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and 1,000 euro cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finance is made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Travel Time with Karen, with your host, Karen Duncan, owner of Peaks Cruises and Tours. Get ready to visit some exotic places at home and around the world, and find out how to make your next vacation the experience of a lifetime. Now, here's Karen. Aloha, buenos dias, ni hao, yahate, bula, everything's iri, bonjour, jambo, boa tarde. And good afternoon. I'm Karen Duncan, owner of Peaks Cruises and Tours, a leisure travel agency in the Austin area for over 19 years. We specialize in travel that piques your passion. If you need help with travel planning, group travel management, or would like to learn to be a group leader, contact one of our agents at 512-252-8919 or visit us at www.peakscruisestours.com. We would love to work with you. And of course, like us on Facebook and follow us on Blog Talk Radio. So we've got Shelda in the house. Hey, Shelda, although she didn't know what day it was today. That's okay. It happened. Are you there, Shelda? Say hey. Dwayne is here. Hey, Karen. I'm here. Okay. Hey, I'm here. Ho, ho, ho. All right. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> he does sound like Santa Claus, doesn't he? And someplace back in the back, there is uh, Mitchell Duncan. To call in today, the number is 716-9154, that's 646-716-9154. We will be giving away two more tickets today. 
um, Austin to Cancun, Plaza Carmen, Riviera Mile, whatever you want to call it. It all they all fly into the same place, Cancun, Mexico. So the thing we're going to do for the uh, tickets today is you're going to have to answer the question of the day. And when you call in with the correct answer, then you will qualify for those tickets. And um, that's the way we're going to do it today. So you better be listening in because it's probably going to be a question that's related to our guest speaker. We have Ms. Stephanie Barksdale of Oahu Concierge that's going to talk to us about everything Oahu and Hawaii. That should be really exciting. We've not had a guest speaker from Hawaii yet, so and there's a there is a time difference. So that means she woke up extra special early to be able to talk to us today. First thing I want to do is say happy birthday to the first man I ever had a love affair with. Today is my dad's 79th birthday. This show is dedicated to him. I want to thank him for being a nurturing father who helped and played with me on the harmonica and the guitar. We'd have uh, some little jam sessions when I was five years old. And for ordering pizzas and watching Batman on Friday nights when my mom was doing her bowling, we would have a good time um, just hanging out together. And for us getting the um, my first set of high-top sneakers, you know, back in the uh, in the day when I was born, first of all, you didn't wear sneakers every day. You only wore them to gym. They were called gym shoes. Second, you did not wear shoe gym shoes that look like boy shoes. So I had uh, I I was dying for a pair of uh, high top Converse sneakers, and he was responsible for taking me to go shoe shopping one day. And, of course, what did I get? I got me some high-top all-stars. Thank you very much. And we both got in trouble together because I got them, I wanted them, and he got them for me. I love my dad. Love you, Dad, and I'll see you next week when you hit Dallas for the holidays. So let's talk about the sales that are going on. Uh, Austin Jazz Alliance is promoting until December the 31st um, the WOW specials that are still going on with World Caribbean. We're doing October the 4th. We're going to Jamaica, Cozumel, and the Cayman Islands. We're going to have some fantastic jazz again next year, 2015. So if you're interested in going on that cruise, you need to go ahead and put your deposits down before the, before the 1st of January because we're doing the early bird special. $80 per person, double occupancy. We do have single rates available if you want them. Um, they're um, still offering on Royal Caribbean to buy one, get the second one half off. So you need to go ahead and make that reservation. Make that a great gift for somebody. There's a lot of jazz lovers out there. It would be so cool for you to have a gift certificate and under the tree for, for your jazz lover in the family. That could be really cool. Next, FunJet Vacation. FunJet Vacations is sponsoring these um, free these tickets that we're offering from um, Cancun, from Austin to Cancun. All you have to do is pay $120, I believe it is, for the taxes. 
and you get to choose which um, resort you want to stay at because that part's not included. But we've got some great deals on some all-inclusive resorts right now. Um, to use these tickets, you have to use them by February the 10th. That means after the holidays, throw everybody out the house or keep them in the house. It doesn't matter because you're going to hit the you're going to hit the road and you're going to end up on the beach drinking margaritas someplace nice and warm. And that is Blue Fun Jet Vacation, whom we love. Blue Sky, um, I've got a trip that I'm going to talk about. Blue Skies is uh, part of the Mark Travel Corporation. And since we're doing Oahu, I have put together a package as an example of what it could cost you to go to Oahu. And I will talk about that a little later after our guest speaker. And then um, the Soul Beach Music Festival. I had a customer call this earlier this week that was interested in pricing for the Soul Beach Music Festival in Aruba. That takes place May 20th through the 25th, 2015. And so here is a package that includes airfare, hotel at the Hyatt Regency Aruba and Spa and Casino, which is amazing, right on the beach, Palm Beach, exactly. Um, the cost for two is $3,712.42. And that is for uh, seven days, actually. It's for longer than what the, the um, festival is. So if you're interested in music festivals, they have not given us the lineup about who is going to be there yet, but that could be a great vacation or um, stocking stuff for someone on your list this year. So I talked about the jet. Oh, here's another one. The Couples Retreat Barbados. Barbados, Sandals Barbados is, is going to sell out for 2015. And we would like to host our first annual couples retreat in Barbados, August 6th through the 11th. We need a $400 deposit if you're interested in that. If you're interested, call me and I will give you the details on what it will cost for you to join us in Barbados to do all things couples. That's going to be their newest resort that opens up in January. And when Sandals does something, they do it large. When they opened up Grenada, that's the one with the infinity pool on your balcony and, or a uh, tub for two on your balcony. They have decided that every new resort that they open, they're going to take the best of all their other resorts and add it to the new resort. So I am dying to see what Barbados is going to look like. I do a study abroad there with some of my um, students from Austin Community College, and if you're interested in the travel and tourism business, I think you should join us in, in some of my classes. But we'll be there um, for two weeks in Barbados this summer, and we'll, we, I will have had an opportunity to take a look at Barbados Sandals Barbados while we're on that tour. And, you know, this will be my second time down in Barbados for two weeks, and I think I'm going to be really good at what I do. So we're going to see Victor at Eco Adventures. He, he's our our um, luxury, super cool tour guide that I just love. 
and his wonderful wife. They, they're going to give us a tour, and we've got some things that we're going to plan as couples, but there's going to be plenty of time for you to have time alone to do what you do. Next, we're going to Alaska, June 14th through the 24th, and that includes two nights in Denali National Park. So if that's on your bucket list, we're going to join Holland America Cruise Line, and we are going to do some fun sightseeing. I'm going to do some fishing in Alaska. I am determined that I am going to go fishing for some halibut and salmon while I'm there. That's what I like to do. So let me, I want to recognize two companies that I became aware of locally that I think people should know about. One, I just happened to be in Specs on Saturday. Don't don't judge me. Don't judge me at all because I was in Specs. But they have samples on Saturday. And there was a couple there that my husband found them first because I was on the opposite end of the store looking at teas. Yes, non-alcoholic teas. First I looked at champagne, then I looked at teas, and then I tried to find him. And in finding him, I had to pass through some of these people that were giving out samples. And he was he was calling me as I was headed in his direction because Steve Langerock, Langerock, did I say that right, Steve? I hope I didn't mess up your name. Co-founder and CEO of Rocks Brands International was giving out samples of his new um, mix that he uses that you can use for a lot of things. Mai Tais, White Hat Rum, Captain's Morgan. It's a fruit juice, 85% fruit juice that has a tropical taste that is phenomenal. I know you can mix your own stuff, but believe me, he's got they've got the right mix. And it goes well. They gave it to me with champagne because I love mimosas. And I bought three bottles on the spot. And I told him that I was going to talk about him. A taste of the islands right where you are is what they say. And one sip and you are in paradise. So I want to give a shout out to Steve and his wife of Rock's Premium Cocktails. Go by Specs. I'm sure that's where they sell it. They're right here in the Hill Country, so we can pick. Go. We, we may just have to just go out there and, and take a look at what they're doing as a tour. But it was it was great. The other one um, that I came across is uh, where is it? I've got to I've got to find. Anyway, I can find it. Um, you know, I'm now a member of um, Texas Women in Business. And I I found a local winery that's right here in Austin. Austin Custom is Austin Custom Winery. And they are here locally in Sunset Valley, Texas. And Mary Sharon is the owner. And we are planning on a meetup at her establishment very, 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 very soon probably right after the first of the year. And up, up until then, they can do customized labels on their wine. If you have a special person that you would like to do something really cool for, I think that's a cool idea. And she specializes in wines that don't have a lot of nitrates in it so that 
um, you don't get the headaches and the hangovers that some people experience when they drink red wine. So we're going to go hang out with Mary real soon. I'm going to go check it out first, and then I will come back and set the date. And all of us, we just need to go out there and support her and her wines. And I think I'm going to buy some, some for some gifts coming up really soon. So with that, let me make sure that I've talked to you about everything. Yes. Okay. So travel news. This is really exciting for me. Southwest has applied for six international routes from Houston Hobby. And the reason that's exciting is because usually Austin only has direct international flights to Cancun and I think Canada and um, London maybe. Um, so everything that we do, we usually have to do a direct go through some place. So a lot of times we go out of Houston so that we can um, get some better flights, some better flight time. Well, what Southwest is going to do, they've applied with the U.S. Department of Transportation to fly from Houston Hobby Airport to four destinations in Mexico, Cancun, Mexico City, Puerto Vallarta, and Los Cabos. And as well as Belize City and San Jose, Costa Rica. That's super exciting for us to be able to, you know, it's a two-hour drive from uh, for us to get from here to Houston, and then we can take a direct flight to Belize City and Costa Rica, which is probably only going to be a couple of uh, hours. It makes a huge difference. Southwest launched international service in July, as you know, taking over some Caribbean routes previously operated by AirTrans subsidiary. And Southwest will start Saturday-only service between Houston Hobby and Aruba on March the 7th. That's super excited, too. When we can start getting these um, direct flights to other areas of the Caribbean, it will open things up so that people will travel from Texas to different destinations. One, that's one of the reasons the cruise lines are doing so well in, out of Galveston is because Texans don't like to fly for very long periods of time. They don't like to go, have to make too many changes. And um, being able to travel to exotic destinations direct from our state is super exciting. The Hyatt Regency Resort opens in Montego Bay. Hyatt is starting an all-inclusive brand called Hyatt Viva. It's a 496 suite um, Rose Hall Resort opened in Montego Bay, December the 10th, on the former site of the Ritz-Carlton, marking the arrival of Jamaica's first Hyatt-branded all-inclusive resort. Their sister resort is the the Lara, V-I-L-A-R-A Rose Hall, which opened December the 20th. It's 125 suites. The open openings mark the completion of an $85 million expansion, renovation, and repositioning project. The Ziva caters to families, and the Zalara targets adults only. And although the two resorts share the same resort grounds, they are separate resorts and separate activities for each. This is kind of cool. American and Delta have decided to upgrade their seats and lounges. I guess they needed to do something with all the money that the airlines are making now on our luggage fees and fees for this and fees for that and charging us fees for our um, peanuts. So the two carriers announced that they are upgrading to all new seat categories, Delta Lines and 
power outlet satellite-based internet on American Airlines planes. So Delta is doing this. They're creating new seating categories for international and transatlantic flights called Delta One, which replaces their business elite. Delta One flyers sit in private airborne suites and feast on chef-curated meals paired with wines selected by their master sommelier. Now, I'm all about making the money. It seems like that's a lot of money to be putting toward airline flights when people are continuously complaining about the increase in their flight costs. But, I mean, if you've got it, then you should flaunt it. American announced that it is investing $2 billion in new seats, satellite-based Internet access, and a walk-up bar on their 40, on 47 of its long-haul Boeing 777 jets. Um, and they're going to overhaul their VIP lounges. Um, Mr. Fernandez, one of the representatives of American states, that they will transform every aspect of their club with a remodeled design and furnishings, new food choices, and first-class assortments of wines and cocktails. Trends, millennials, everyone is trying to figure out how to do business with the millennials. Well, one of the things that has come up is the millennials are very interested in the new quantum of the seas, the new cruise, the new cruise ship um, that Royal Caribbean offers. And they're interested um, not only for high-speed Internet, but because it has a robotic bar. We're going to get Lionel, on, Lionel Garcia from Royal Caribbean on the show really, really soon so he can talk to us about the quantum. We've seen pictures, but he's actually experienced it. We've got Shelda is actually going on the quantum in March, and um, it's limited time and availability on the quantum because it is going over to China. They've got two. They've got new types of entertainment, and it's technologically advanced in comparison to other ships, and that's what the millennials like. More overnight ports is important. Um, Bringing their devices to get connected fast and not waiting for anything is important. The other thing that um, we're noticing in the cruise market is that retailers with the mini ships are saying that the, the ships are filling from the top down, meaning people are buying the presidential suites and the owner suites and then working their way down um, to... Um, the um, other stateroom categories. And so if you're interested in in some of those higher-end categories on the cruise line, you need to book them at least a year in advance. Those, when we did our ship inspection last week on the Navigator, that's the first thing they said is those, those suites are going a year in advance, although they can cost anywhere from $26,000 a week down. People are buying them, so there is definitely some business out there. Um, greater value of agents is one of the things that's, uh, that we are finding out. Um, people are starting to look for agents to help them decipher what to choose. The cruise industry's number one challenge is to get more people to experience the phenomenal products that they offer, according to Brad Token, who is the Vice President and CEO of World Travel Holdings. And um, so because agents know more 
more about the brand. They know more about the companies. They can match the right cruise line and cruise ship with the right person, with the right client. People are becoming overwhelmed when they look at the number of choices that they have nowadays. And so according to Vicki Freed, who is of Royal Caribbean, she's um, vice president of sales, agents will be more valued because time is more valuable to consumers. Now, while people often think they can book cruises themselves, they're having experiencing information overload. I'm just saying, y'all need to call us at Peak Cruises and Tours so that we can uh, help. Another thing, there's a need for a better communication strategy. More important than ever for agents to communicate with their customers via communication channels that are specific customer um, specific to the customer, not what we, the agents, want to hear. So if you want us to contact you through um, email, say that. If you want us to do it through text, you can say that. You can catch us on Twitter. I send things out on Twitter all, Twitter all the time. Facebook, we do a lot of Facebook. If you want direct mail, we can do direct mail. Just let us know what's the best way to communicate with you, and we're willing to do it. The other thing about um, cruising this year is that a trend that people are are recognizing is people are looking for more exotic options. So Crystal Cruises and its Northwest Passage sailing, they sold out in less than two weeks. Uh, Silver Sea says travelers are hungry for new destinations, new experiences, new ports and new horizons, and they're also interested in in cruise lines spending the night in destination so that they have a longer time to be able to experience it. So that's what's happening in travel news and travel trends. We're going to go to a quick um, um, commercial, and when we get back, we're going to talk to Miss Stephanie, who will um, talk to us about all things Oahu from Oahu Concierge. This is Karen Duncan Duncan at It's Travel Time with Karen, and we will see you in a minute. You've been listening to It's Travel Time with Karen. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. In a world where the more you do, the more it costs. FunJet Vacations allows you to do it all without making it all add up on you. We help you plan an amazing vacation, and we put it together at one affordable, all-inclusive price. Flight, hotel, meals, drinks, everything's included. And we are not worried about spending too much money. You can focus on spending time with those who matter most. So go ahead. Make time. Make memories. Make it easy on your wallet. FunJet Vacations, do something you'll never forget. You can contact Peaks Cruises and Tours at 252-8919 or visit our website at peakscruisestours.com. Direct flights from Austin, Texas to Cancun, Mexico, available now and every day. Spring break. Have you started planning for your spring break vacation? Let Peaks Cruises and Tours help you plan that special, special time. Will it be a cruise or will it be a really great land vacation? FunJet has direct flights from Austin, Texas to Cancun, Mexico. Just give us a call at 512-252-8919 or visit us at PeaksCruisesTours.com. That's P-E-E-K-S, CruisesTours.com. 
let us get your spring break on. You can contact Peaks Cruises and Tours at 252-8919 or visit our website at peakscruisestours.com. Welcome back. It's travel time with Karen. It's no better time to travel than now. Here's Karen. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's travel time with Karen, and we have Miss Stephanie Barksdale from Oahu Concierge. Stephanie, are you there? Yes, I am. Yay! How are you? Hey! How are you? Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So what time is it there in Hawaii? It is 9.26 in the morning. Oh, my God. What time did you get up? You started emailing me hours ago. You know, I, I have a goal to be at my computer by 6 a.m. It doesn't always happen between 6 and 6.30. So because I know that a lot of people are on the mainland and, you know, I'm just the morning's quiet. So Yes. I'm, I'm just kind of used to being behind everybody. We don't change our clocks here. I don't know if you guys change your clocks there, but. So. Yes, we do. Okay. So we're used we to do. it. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you woke up to talk to us. We are really, really excited because we've not had anyone on the show um, from Hawaii, and part of it is because of the time difference. I'm sure no, no one is early bird like yourself and myself. But this is this is going to be good. I'm really excited about this. Good. I'm excited too. So. Let's start out with, tell us a little bit about yourself. How, you, how okay, long well, have you been in Hawaii? I've been in Hawaii over 11 and a half years, um, from Chicago originally. I'm a concierge here. I've been working in the local industry. I used to work at the Tilton Hawaiian Village, got my start with Shell Vacations, and um, my last gig was with Expedia. So, you know, I really got to learn a lot about the industry from the professional side, but before that, I was just living here. Um, I wanted to learn how to surf. I was tired of the cold weather in Chicago, and I started out living on Kauai, and I spent time on all the islands, but Oahu is um, where I've been for most of the time here. So tell me, is living in Hawaii like living in paradise, like the rest of us mainlanders think it would be? It is. However, there is a reality to living here. For the paradise factor, I do see rainbows randomly, especially if there's been a little sprinkle in the air. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not uncommon to see a rainbow. Um, You do see turtles. It's well season now, so uh, depending where you are, you might see wells. People on Maui tend to see them a lot more than people here. The the wells really like Maui. Uh, There are wild waterfalls. You know, I could go to a waterfall and be at one within a half hour if I wanted to be uh, after we got off the phone. So that part is like paradise. Um, the other part, you know, it, it's not uh, expensive here. You know, housing right. and food costs more. So, you know, there's definitely a, a sticker shock factor, but usually the things that you, you gain in terms of, um, you know, the health advantages and people are really nice makes up for those other things. So, Ruby, uh, speaking of uh, the cost of living, it is expensive in Hawaii, um, but do the um, salaries compensate for that? Do you see a comparison to what it would be here? No, not at all. They they paid less. I'm not sure what the official statistic is here, but some years ago I was talking to a recruiter and he said that 
the salaries here pay on average about 7% less. Mm. So you have to be prepared for that. Um, right. I notice that I save money in other ways. You know, I live in a location where I don't have to, you know, have a car. My fiance has a car, so, you know, I kind of get by with his when I need to go do things like grocery shopping. So, you know, I'll ride my bike or walk most places. The weather here is nice enough that I can do that. I don't have right. the winter coats or the heating bills that I used to have, those sorts of things. You know, you get used to, you know, having less. And even though I love shoes, I, I probably wear the same two pairs of shoes, um, a pair of slippers or flip-flops, you know, um, as we used to call them back in Chicago. So, you know, it kind of makes up for it. It's the housing situation um, that, right. you know, that, that, that makes it expensive. But um, I found that, you know, you, you kind of learn to edit your life and, you know, your pleasure outdoors. there's nothing wrong with living with less. I think we're excessive mm-hmm. in a lot of ways anyway. I agree. So yeah, cool. I, just, I just don't have the storage space for a lot of the stuff I would like to accumulate, but that's probably a good thing. It is a good thing. Trust me, it's a good thing. Ask my mother, who's <laughs> trying, my mother who says she's trying to get rid of things so that when she passes on, her poor thing, um, only child doesn't have to deal with trying to clean out all that crap that she's collected over the last 50 years, you know. Oh, yeah, so. I know about that. <laughs> yeah. So tell us exactly, what does a Wahoo concierge do? Um, what I do is I help people kind of, I, I heard you talk about information overload mm-hmm. um, during your last segment. And, you know, today's traveler, as you know, is, is a much more savvy traveler. Everybody has access to the Internet. But there's a lot of information out there, and a lot of people don't, you know, really know what to do with all that information. It's, it's kind of hard to to know how to sift through it, you know, like, Somebody might decide I want to go snorkeling, but then they'll go on the Internet and they might find 10 or 15 people that do that. So I, what, what I attempt to do on my, my website is to kind of narrow it down and, and simplify the process and basically take what I've learned from my experience working in the local industry here and try to help somebody and speak to them as if they were standing in front of me to help simplify the process because, you know, I'm a big fan of people using um, – a travel agent like yourself before people get here. But sometimes people don't or they think, oh, I can figure this out by myself or a few things. And then when they get here, it's a big snafu. Right. So if I can kind of help them make a smarter decision or a more informed decision, I should say, ahead of time, or at least know what sorts of, you know, questions they should be asking and, um, and you know, the logistics. And even though it's an island, it's a big island. It would take three hours to drive around this island and you can't do a complete circle. You know, it's, it, you know, there's, there's things you need to keep in mind. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because people need help. You know, yeah, and, and they do. <laughs> we, and as travel agents, we are, we are there to guide them to make the right decisions based on the information that we know, but we can't be experts in every destination. And right. we have to rely on people like yourself when we have not, experience the product for ourselves, or, you know, I've been to Wahoo, but I may not have been to some of the hotels that you would recommend. So I I would need your help to guide me to make sure that mm-hmm. I'm pairing my client up with the, the right type of, uh, of uh, place for them to stay and things for them to do. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, glad you and mentioned that because, um, go ahead. I said, we go into overload, too. I get hundreds of emails a day 
from travel suppliers that want me to sell their products. And so it's really, really, it, it's really good that you offer this service. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, sometimes people will come, um, especially if they use like a discount travel agent through Costco or something, where they, where they're not going to be on the same level as someone like you. You know, that they might mm-hmm. be cashier. You know, for, for travel products. You know, not necessarily right. skilled. People come to me, they'll have a packet of, of papers, you know, when I was working in the hotels. And it's like, and, you know, say they're going to Pearl Harbor, and a lot of those start at, let's say, 6 or 6.30 in the morning. And they're right. walking up to me 10 minutes beforehand. Where do I go for this tour? And I'll look at it. And it'll say Pearl Harbor, and it'll say a time, and it'll just say the hotel. But what's not on there that they need to know is what what's the name of the tour company. So that's definitely something that travel agents can do to make it easier because if I know who the vendor is, then I can tell you because I'll know, oh, if it's Robert White and I'm talking to you at an embassy suite, that you need to go over to Aloha Tower. Um, <clears throat> the Aloha, I'm sorry, uh, I'm drawing a blank right now, but it's you know it's the Aloha, Aloha Tower bus depot. And you need right. to get over there right now because, you know, and that they should be there 15 minutes beforehand because there's a lot of buses coming in and out and, you know, they need to be able to determine which one is theirs. They will not call out your name. You know, you need to go up to the vehicle. Um, you know, it, it needs to say more than just the name of the hotel. You know, so, you know, if, if people can put the name of the vendor on there. Um, and mm-hmm. I love it when travel agents call me to find out those sorts of things because there's so many um, pickup locations. Not all of them. Actually, most places won't pick you up exactly at your hotel because there's so many hotels here you know, that there's predetermined pickup locations. So it might be that you're, the next closest one for you might be across the street, you know, or we can get people a map and show them on the map, okay, you're going to take a right here, go left, allow about this much time. Not everybody can walk really fast. You know, if there's a wheelchair right. or a walker, we need to know those sorts of things so that they can know so that they have the right type of vehicle. So, you know, those little things like that, you know, but sometimes when people walk up and they don't know that information, you know, and I can't, um, necessarily call you, especially if they're international. I've had Australians walk up to me while well, it's the middle of the night in Australia or they're traveling yeah. and it might be a 1-800 number and I'm not going to be able to get somebody on the phone for 10 or 15 minutes and then, you know, we've got to go by um, a confirmation number and maybe call the vendor here. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. So Yeah, exactly. That's nice. That's really nice. I'm, that's good information. Um just so I can get this out of out on the um, table, you know, we're looking at um, this lava that is is threatening mm-hmm. shores. Is that in Oahu? No, that's on the Big Island of Oahu. That's about a forty minute, forty five minute flight. So it's not a threat here. It's uh, threatening the town of Pahoa. And okay. actually, there's a lava map. They 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 knew that they were living in a in a high risk area, you know the odds that that was going to happen are pretty low because people have been living there their whole lives and this hasn't happened. Right. But it's moving really slowly. It's uh it's been picking up speed, but generally it's about I think it's like three feet per minute. So it could be anywhere mm-hmm. from you know a hundred feet to maybe three hundred fifty feet a day. It's been in the higher ranges the last few days, so it's about one point two miles upslope of the marketplace. So I was when I was listening to the news this morning. Some of the uh, people in the stores are packing up their goods and they're going to be shutting down the stores. There was a school nearby. The kids already had to leave. But it's not like a big event where, you know, it's coming at us and we've got, you know, 30 seconds to get out the way kind of exactly. deal. People have time exactly. to prepare. Like mud slides in California. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know what it reminds me of, and this is not to make light of a of a bad situation, but I don't know if you're old enough to have watched the movie The Blob. Have the you Blob, seen no, but I know it's a classic. Yes, and and that's kind of what it reminds me of because it. I used to wonder as as I grew up when the blob was chasing people and how the heck it caught you when it only moved eight inches a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, how do you get caught by the blob? I just don't understand that. But it's a it's a good thing that it is moving slow enough and those people are going to have a chance. Although it still will affect them. It will, um, they'll hopefully be able to save what they can so that they can um, regroup after all yeah. of this is all over. It's still devastating. So you know, some people have mortgages and there's older people, yeah. but. That's too bad. So which yeah. is your favorite island? My favorite, it kind of depends what I want to do. If I want adventure, I love the big island. You know, like we were just talking about the lava. I've done a doors off helicopter ride over the lava, but it's the best way to actually see the moving river of lava. Mm. You know, because, you know, up look up close on land, I mean, you can see it that way with a hike, but just to kind of get the big picture of it that way. Right. They've also got lots of, you know, valleys and waterfalls and hikes and things like that. If I just want, like, really, really pretty green lushness and, I guess, you know, waterfalls again and tons and tons of beaches, I love Kauai. Um, yep. You know, when you see those posters of Hawaii and you go, oh, I want to go there, you're probably looking at a poster of Kauai, Kauai. or even Maui. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But um, nice. Yeah, and, yeah, and in Maui, it's a nice in between for everything. You know, a lot of people that everybody kind of has their favorite island, and everybody has their island that they kind of hate. You know, so a lot of people really like Maui. You know, I have a friend; she will not, she cannot stand the Big Island. You know, my fiance can't stand the Big Island. I love the Big Island, but is it you know, it's, it's you've got to be clear in your expectations. Urban? I'm sorry. Is it because it's more urban? The Big Island? No, it's it's really rural, you know, and it depends on the time of year you go. Like this time of year, it's probably raining every day on the Hilo side, um, on the Kona side, because there's two sides to the island. The 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 Hilo side is the site where they have the volcano. Um, right. So it just kind of, you know, depends. There's also fog in the air, which looks like fog, you know, when you spell it, but it has a V for volcano. Some people are sensitive uh-huh. to that. So, you know, if you have asthma or those sorts of things or breathing difficulties, that's probably not going to be a good island for you. I don't notice it, but those who do, um, right. you know, have a big problem with it. And those people that tend to have allergies to, like, pollen and things like that, they'll they'll notice it too. Right. I've been, I, I like Maui. I love Maui, as a matter of fact. I've mm-hmm. not been to Kauai. That's, I do want to go to Kauai because I think it'll be a lot less... Um, it's just a little calmer. It's commercial. Yeah, yeah, it is. When I kind of need to, if you want to have like that zen moment and just really relax and de-stress, I say mm. Kauai is the place to go. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you, you can just drive and just enjoy the beauty and just kind of find a beach, a stretch of beach to yourself and just just be, you know? Right, because there's not, there's not that many residents on Kauai, are there? No, there are people live there. They'll kind of live in a cluster in a, in a in a place. Like you'll find people in the town of the main town of Kapaa and Lihue, you know, down where the airport is. You know, there's people living down there. When I lived there, I lived on the North Shore in an area called Princeville. Um, you know, and then you know, there's just kind of 
you know, little houses and things dotted along here and there. And, you know, just I have a friend over there. Um, they have three acres, and it's nice, you know. Like if you just want space to spread out, you can do that on Kauai, you know, or Big Island. So, you know, it's just, you know, some places you go, and as soon as you get off the plane, you can feel the difference. Kauai is one of those yeah. places, and you can yeah. just kind of take a deep breath and go, ah, you know, I'm finally on vacation. I'm here. You know, it has that kind of feeling. So um, do you work with clients that may be coming over to do the cruises as well? Because uh, Norwegian is there, right, that does the does a cruise. And there yeah, used to be I a company. other thing. Yeah, so do you work with clients like that? Um, I haven't since I went independently, but yeah, when you were talking about cruises, I think cruises are a great way for people to experience Hawaii because a lot of people don't know which one to go to or you know, they want to experience it, but, it's you know, it's expensive to come back, like, four different times. So, mm-hmm. you, that's, you know, cruise is a great way to get a, a taste of every island in one. Um, I like the, um, oh, gosh, what's the name of it? It's like a Saturday to Saturday cruise, the uh, the Pride of America. That's the most the common and popular mm-hmm. one. I don't know if you work with those guys or not. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's Norwegian. And... You know, it'll start out where, you know, you come in and say, well, who I recommend that people get here at least three days ahead of time so that they can, you know, unwind and see Oahu. You know, if they can even do it for four days, that would be even better. So you can go mm-hmm. to your Pearl Harbor or whatever it is you want to do. And then it'll go to Maui for a couple of days. And then it goes to the Hilo side. So you can see the volcano and then the Kona side. And then it goes over to Kauai for a couple of days. So I think it's nice. a great way to get a taste of every island, and usually, you know, every island I feel has its its main highlight. So I would say at least do one thing on each island, and they have you know tour companies that are set up that you know who are permitted to pick up at the cruise ship, so they will make sure that you're back in time, and they have an itinerary just for those customers. Right. I guess I'm gonna have to put that on the uh, calendar for 2016. Mitchell keeps saying he's never been to Hawaii, so that's. Uh, we love yeah, they do quite a bit to give your, your listeners, those um, who are going to be booking the cruises, is to not wait until the last minute to book their shore excursions. Book it ahead of time because, you know, these boats are like floating cities. You might be competing with, <clears throat> excuse me, two or 3,000 people, and, you know, they'll sell out ahead of time because everybody wants to go to the volcano, for instance. You know, and there's only right. so much space on those on those buses and vehicles to take you down there. And I've heard that sometimes they'll mark up the price of those tours by, you know, 40 50% once you get on the boat, and that's it, they have it left. So definitely, you know, get those things booked ahead of time. That's great information. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your four-week boot camp. Okay, the the boot camp, that's a, a new program that I've started because, you know, I, I've, I was trying to think, you know, how can I kind of help people in, a, in the most intensive way because, you know, usually a trip to Hawaii is something that people start planning, you know, months in advance. It's, you know, it's probably something that they've dreamed about. It's going to be an expensive trip. Right. So, you know, they have all this information, and I just tried to condense everything, the most common questions that I've gotten asked down into a format. So the first week, for instance, I'll just try to give, you know, I'll give an overview of, of the most common activities, you know, and go over sample itineraries, you know, where, you know, and try to do it for, like, if I'm talking to a couple or a family or somebody with with small children, you know, just kind of get some samples of things, you know, kind of how the jigsaw pieces, you know, fit together. You know, as you know, 
as professionals, there's a lot of information, but what people need a lot of help with with the information overload is kind of how to fit those pieces together. Right. And then in the second week, I give an overall island orientation. So I'll talk about, um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at it here on my thing. So, you know, I'll talk about, you know, Waikiki, you know, what's on the North Shore, what's on the Windward Coast, what's on the East Side, what's downtown in Chinatown. Because sometimes people don't, you know, know exactly what things are located or, you know, what the good things are to see. And then the most common questions that, you know, I get asked. Um, and then week three, you know, I'll talk about island hopping. You know, you can do day trips. Because say, for instance, if you're just coming to Oahu, but you want to go to the big island and see the volcano for a day, you know, that's definitely, you know, possible to do. You know, there's packages that are, you know, set up, which works for a lot of people. Or some people might want to do something more custom. So we'll talk about average costs and things to be considered. Or some people just want to go over there and rent a car. I'll talk about how you can right. do that, you know, for each island. And then the last week is, you know, questions and review of everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That that's a that's a way to get people to keep connecting with you as well. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And then people will get a recording each week, you know, so that they have the information to refer back to, and I'll you know give handouts each week so people have information that they can take notes on and stuff, and then. You know, for actual booking of those things, they can see someone like yourself, you know, travel agent to execute it, you know, or they'll have a lot of notes and information. They can come to someone like you and say, okay, you know, that really helps you, you know, help them as right. well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what's up and coming, what are some of the up and coming events and must do and see things in 2015? There's a lot of the things here are kind of ongoing and annual. Like right now, it's Christmas time, so you know they have the the Honolulu Festival of Lights. Uh, surfing is big here in Hawaii, so kind of the Super Bowl of surfing is going on right now with the the Triple Crown and the Pipeline Masters. You know these guys surfing these really big waves that are really dangerous and sketchy and stuff, and the World Champions Crown. In January, there's usually the Pro Bowl here, but they're not going to have it this year. But I heard it's coming back in 2016. Okay. And in March, there's the there's the Honolulu Festival, March 6th through the 8th. Um, it's kind of an east meets west kind of festival because, you know, there's a lot of Japanese visitors to Oahu. So it's kind of a, a celebration of the melting pot that it's become. So they have performance stages, parades, craft fairs, and exhibits. In April, over on the Big Island, there's the Merry Monarch Festival, which is kind of like the Super Bowl for, for Hula. Huh. So, uh-huh. That should be fun. Yeah, people... Yeah, it's. I watch it on TV. I've never actually been to it, but it's it's absolutely beautiful. You know, these they call them halals. They're these groups, kind of like a a dance competition. It is mm-hmm. a dance competition, and they're they're really precise. You know, and and people from around the world will come here. Only the best will come, and they'll perform, and then they're judged, and then uh, the you know until the champions crowned at the end. Nice. Um, in May there's the lantern floating. Uh, festival or not festival, the ceremony on Memorial Day. That's where um, these little floating, uh, what do you call them? Floating candles, and you pick mm-hmm. them up at a tent if you want to. If you've lost a loved one, I've gone to it. Oh yeah, before, and you you set them out. You know, it, you know they have a, you know they have a, a Buddhist. Uh, I forgive my ignorance. I don't know her title, but you know she gives a, a blessing. You know, and then everybody sets their lanterns out to sea, and so that's huge. And that's June is the King Kamehameha Parade that celebrates the 
King Kamehameha. He was the, the last Hawaiian king. He conquered and united most of the Hawaiian Islands, so they'll have somebody dress up like him. And they have all these different, you know, music, you know, bands perform and everybody, and it's a, a parade that's probably about a mile and a half long, I would say. And you would okay. like this in September. There's the Hawaiian Food and Wine Festival as well. Yes. Now, I saw that. In fact, I've got pricing <laughs> for that. Um for if anybody is interested in going to the 5th Anniversary Hawaiian Food and Wine Festival. That means Stephanie knows me because she knows I like to eat and drink my way uh-huh. <laughs> August August 29th through September 13th. 13th. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep, that's a good deal. That sounds like yep. it's going to be a lot of fun. Have you ever been to that? I haven't, like formally. You know, they mm-hmm. a lot of restaurants they'll have special menus to celebrate that. You know, and the chefs will you know put together a special menu for their restaurants, and then you know they'll have tastings and things like that. And you know, they put together a, a special you know um, magazine dedicated to that. But I've seen one around. I was just looking to my right to see if I had one. You know, you know which would you know they have the participating restaurants. But it's a it's a great way to get a to get a taste on like a finer dining level. Right. what it's like, but then you also have some local restaurants that will do things like that as well. But while we're talking about food, um, you might like this. Um, every month on the last Friday, there's a festival called Eat the Street. It hasn't been going on super long, but um, I went for the first time last month and loved it. So it's about maybe a 10 to 15-minute ride from Waikiki, you know, which is pretty yeah. close. And it's all the food. It's a whole bunch of food trucks. and nice. you just. It, yeah, and you walk around, and you can you can just smell the food in the air from blocks away, and you know they've got um, they've got music playing, and everybody comes out, and you just walk around. Uh, we went to this one food truck. It was called Hula Shrimp, and my mm. boyfriend, you know, they made this the steak right on the spot. He said it was so juicy and flavorful, and you know they give you sides and fixings. So, but it's it's a great way to get a taste of of Hawaii. You know, if you could imagine like a, a food festival that was about local right. food. They've got all of that there, and it's really cheap. And speaking of that, that's one of the questions I had for you. What are some of the mm-hmm. traditional Hawaiian foods? You know, it's, it's kind of a funny question because there's, there's so many cultures here, going back to plantation days when, you know, Portuguese workers came over, workers from Japan, and then you had the local Hawaiian workers. So there's this thing called the plate lunch. And what that is is um, basically they said what the story was, Let's say, like, when all these guys are having lunchtime and they're all eating food from their particular culture, a guy would be like, oh, what's on your plate? Can I have a taste of that? And they would do that to each other. So the next thing you know on your plate, you've got all these different kinds of food. So the plate lunch is kind of representative of that. So you might have rice on there from the Asians, uh, you know, macaroni salad from, I don't know if that's Hawaiians or not. You might have Portuguese sausage from the Portuguese guys. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a melting pot. So there's always going to be rice, macaroni salad, maybe a little bit of salad, and then some type of meat. Um, and now that we've got Koreans here too, you know, you might have something called kalbi, which is a way that they prepare their their beef. It's kind of a, I'm not really sure, like a barbecue, but but not saucy. So that uh, the plate lunch is something to try when you come here. Uh, shave ice is another thing. You know, they take a block of ice and shave it down. It looks like a big snow cone, and they put the different you know flavorings oh, on yeah. top. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that on TV. That's yeah, huge. and. Yep, and then the Asians have thrown their thing into it as well. You know, they'll maybe have a 
red beans or lihing mui, you know, their their flavorings and things like that. Or you can maybe put a scoop of ice cream in the bottom. Um, and ho in Hawaii, you know, spam is king here. I was hearing say <laughs> when spam. In doubt we had to talk about, about spam. Meat, That's crazy. Ask it might be spam. <laughs> so uh, there's something called a musubi, which is like a block of uh, rice. It's like a, a snack. It's probably about the size of your hand, about half the size of your hand, or three quarters the size of your hand. And so it'll be a block of rice with some type of meat on top. It might be chicken or it might be spam wrapped with like a little thing of seaweed and some sauce. Uh, local mopo is another thing. It's like a, there's a block of rice, hamburger meat on top, a bunch of gravy, and an egg over easy. I know that might sound kind of weird, but these things are actually good. Uh, there's something called the Crack Seed Store. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You know, one of the things, I used to eat Spam as a kid. I've not seen many people eat Spam in the United States in 100 years. I don't mean that literally. But when I was growing up, there was nothing better than some fried Spam on some bread with some cheese. Can you imagine the salt content now that I think about it? But oh my I know. God, that was so good. With the Miracle Whip? Mm, mm, mm. Yep, they, they do something similar here. There's actually a, um, a festival, I forgot to look up the dates, but it's called the Spam Jam, which is a food yeah. festival where everything's made with, with Spam, all kinds of dishes, you know, and they do it gourmet. You know, you might walk into a store and, you know, they'll have, you know, teriyaki Spam. You know, they've got all kinds of flavors. You know, they treat it like a regular thing here, barbecue Spam. <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. I'm going to... um. Just put this out here. We're going to give the question of the day after our conversation with Stephanie, and mm -hmm. it's going to be regarding her background, 646-716-9154. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to finish up with Stephanie. We're going to go to a commercial. When I come back, I'm going to ask the question. I guess I should ask the question before we go to commercial, and then we'll we'll see if we get us a winner today. So, Stephanie. Yes. I want to know what would what do you want people to know about you and your service in Oahu uh, before we end our conversations today. Okay. Am I am I answering now or after the break? No, now. Oh, okay. Um, I'm here to help. I think um, Oahu is a great island to visit. It's usually the the first place that people visit because it is really economical to visit Oahu because there's you know such a supply here of everything, um, and it, it's 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 a great it's a great cross section of of everything you know you can see you've got history here like Pearl Harbor you know you've got the waves beautiful beaches it's a nice overview you just have to know where to go look I like to see people get out of Waikiki as far mm -hmm. as, as me I'm here as a resource to help because I know what it's like to try to figure it all out and put it, you know, put it all together. And I'm here because nobody wants to work hard all year, spend a bunch of money and come someplace and have everything go wrong or blow up in their right. face, you know. Um, there's ways to do it economically. You don't have to be a millionaire to come here. I think it's someplace everybody should come at least once in their lives. It's beautiful. The sunsets here are absolutely gorgeous. And, yeah, I guess that's what I want people to know. Well, that's good. And how do, we, how do they get in contact with you? Um, the easiest way is to visit my my website, um, which mm -hmm. is oahu dash concierge, c o n c i e r g e dot com, or they can email me at 
stephaniewahoo-concierge.com, and I can answer questions that way as well. And it was Steffi, S-T-E-P-H-I-E-P-H-I-E? Yep, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E. Okay. At Oahu-concierge.com. Correct. Okay, so I really, you know, this has been a lot of fun, and I'm so glad that you uh, you called in. You took the time to you listen. You were one of my first listeners. I appreciate that tremendously. Um, and you follow oh, yeah. me. That's really that's really cool. Um, and what the question of the day is going to be: How long has Stephanie been in Hawaii? Uh, is, over eleven and a half don't years. Answer, don't you? Don't you answer? Oh, shoot, I answered. Oh, no, I must Did up. you answer? I did. Let's see if anybody knows. How long has Stephanie been in Hawaii? I've got it, and we're going to go to a uh, break. And when we get back, we're going to see if we have a winner. Thanks, Stephanie, for being on the show. Of course, you can stay in and listen, and uh, we will... Be back in a minute to travel time with Karen. Thanks for having me, Karen. I enjoyed it. Uh Great. Okay. Aloha. You've been listening to It's Travel Time with Karen. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. In a world that leaves so little time for family time, Sunjet Vacations makes the perfect family getaway easy and perfectly affordable. We help you plan every part of your family vacation with a variety of destinations, hotels, activities that everyone will love. And when you're not worried about spending too much money, you can focus on spending time with those who matter most. So go ahead, make time, make memories, make it easy on your wallet. Sunjet Vacations. Do something you'll never forget. You can contact Speaks Cruises and Tours at 252-8919 or visit our website at PeaksCruisesTours.com. Direct flights from Austin, Texas to Cancun, Mexico. Available now and every day. Looking to plan a group vacation? Can't decide on where to go? Don't worry. Peaks Cruises and Tours is here to help. It's our great pleasure to be of service to you or your group. We work with groups of 10 to 300 and more. Peaks Cruises and Tours specializes in vacation planning, group planning and management, romantic getaways, milestone travel planning, honeymoons and destination weddings, fundraising through travel, incentive and reward program development, seminars at sea, group leader and travel agent training. Let Peaks Cruises and Tours take care of you and prove how great our service really is. Give us a call today or visit us online at PeaksCruisesTours.com to book your reservations today. For fun travel information, listen to us on BlogTalkRadio.com slash Travel Time with Karen on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Welcome back. It's Travel Time with Karen. It's no better time to travel than now. Here's Karen. Welcome back. It's Travel Time with Karen. Okay, I'm waiting to see if somebody can give me the answer. Stephanie even accidentally gave you the answer, how long she's been in Hawaii. Who's going to call and get these tickets today? Anybody? We are waiting. We are waiting. 
Anyway, Shelda, are you there? You got some fun facts for us? Shelda? She disappeared? Let me tell you about um, the fifth anniversary I'm, of Hawaiian food. I'm here. I'm okay, here. Go and, ahead and tell them about yeah, the fifth anniversary Hawaiian Food and Wine Festival, August 29th to September 30th, 2015. The hotel that I chose for you to stay at for this event is the Hilton Hawaiian Village Beach Resort. Um, this package includes airfare, hotel transfers for $3,413.64 for two. So that's total for two. That's not a lot of money for Hawaii. Your airfare, hotel, and transfers. We can also add on a rental car. Most people like to have a Jeep um, or a convertible so you can ride through the island with your top down. And August to September would be a beautiful time to go. So let me know if you're interested. Okay, Miss Shelda, what you got about Hawaii? Well, I found some really great fun facts about Hawaii. Um Hawaii, uh, the Hawaii has a language, right? There are only 12 letters in the Hawaiian alphabet. And the vowels are A-E-I-O-U, and the consonants are H-K-L-M-N-P-N-W. Another little fact about that is that um, the words normally end in a vowel. In one of those five vowels, their words always end in that one. Hawaii is the only state in the United States to honor a monarch celebrating King, now I'm not, I know I'm not going to get this name right, but I'm going to try my best, King Kamahamahe Day on June 11th since 1872. Now, um, King is known for uniting the Hawaiian Islands in 1810. From east to west, Hawaii is the widest state in the United States. It's measuring 1,500 miles from the island of, and I may get this island wrong, but (laughs) to the island of Hawaii. Um, But it it is only about 6,000 square miles of land area. So it doesn't even come close to the United States' largest state, which is Texas. It's our state, right? And it takes Mm -hmm. approximately 40 Hawaii's to match the total size of Texas. Isn't that cool? 40 of them. Yeah, that is cool. Mm -hmm. Hawaii's nickname is called Aloha State. Now, the word Aloha is derived from the Polynesian word Aloha, which means love, compassion, mercy. Aloha is used as hello and goodbye. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Hawaii has a state flag. You know, all the states, all the states have a flag. And I never thought about Hawaii's state flag. But the Hawaiian state flag, if you've ever seen it, and if you haven't seen it, you should Google it because it's really cool. The eight horizontal stripes on the Hawaiian flag represents each of the state's main islands. So there's um, eight islands, right? Mm-hmm. In the upper left corner of Hawaii's flag is a small union flag of the United Kingdom. It honors Hawaii's first flag, and it was given in 1794 by the British uh, Captain George Vancouver as a token of friendship. However, um, the king commissioned for his own flag, and to avoid conflict, 
he just evolved it into the current flag. So you see the United Kingdom flag up in the left-hand corner, and then you'll see the stripes that represent, the horizontal stripes that represent all the islands. It's really a pretty flag, pretty neat. That is and cool. As Stephanie, as Stephanie had mentioned, Hawaii has its own time zone. It's called the Hawaiian Standard Time, and it does not observe daylight saving times like we do here in the state. The island time runs two hours behind the Pacific Standard Time and five hours behind the Eastern Standard Time. So that could kind of help you tell what kind of time they're on. So five hours behind the Eastern Standard Time, that would mean four hours behind our time, which is interesting. interesting. That is confusing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hawaiians are doing something right because they're residents. Uh, they live longer than any other residents in the United States with a life expectancy of 81.5 years. That's almost three years longer than the country's average of 78.8. So they've got to be doing something right, right? Right. <laughs> got to move to Hawaii and start eating the food there. <laughs> they said, what, what was that, spam is what she was saying? The, the, yeah, the spam. Yeah, so we better start eating some spam. <laughs> As That's of crazy. January 3rd, 2013, Kilauea Volcano has been continuously erupting for 30 years. That's as long as I've been living, 30 years. Okay, don't say anything. <laughs> Which makes it one of the world's most active volcanoes. <laughs> In that time, Kilauea has destroyed about 187 structures and added about 500 new acres of land to Hawaii's big island. On an average, it, it, it expels approximately 250,000 to 650,000 cubic yards of lava per day. That's a lot of lava. And you know what? It's enough lava to resurface a 20-mile-long two-lane road every day. That is after 30 years. That's a lot of lava. That is a lot. Another way you can consider that is that Kilauea, it produces enough lava to cover the entire island of Oahu with about 8.5 feet of lava. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. Yeah. Let me tell you another little really interesting fact that I learned about Hawaii. The Hawaiian islands are the exposed peaks of a great undersea mountain range known as the Hawaiian Emperor Seamount Chain. It measures from its seafloor base to the span. Um, the span is comprised of the, the largest and the tallest mountains in the world, standing at about um, 33,000 feet. Hawaiian Island's Mahona Key towers by almost about 4,500 feet over what most consider the world's tallest mountain, Mount Everest. So um, it's the top of a mountain chain that's the largest that they have found, I guess, on Earth. Wow. Wow. That's um, amazing. Yeah, that is really amazing. Hawaii and is you a big island. It's the birthplace of, of America's first uh, Asian-American NASA, NASA astronaut to reach space. So that's where, yeah, it's really cool. And, you know, that's where in Hawaii, that's where they would use on the big island um, when they were going to the moon, they would use that as their training ground, the um, 
the lava flows. That's pretty cool. One other great little fact is the state of Hawaii is the most isolated population uh, center on the face of the earth. Hawaii is about 2,390 miles from California. It's about 3,850 miles from Japan, 4,900 miles from China, and 5,280 miles from the Philippines. So wow. you think you're going to swim to Hawaii? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. That would be a long way. You've done, haven't you done the, um, the cruise in Hawaii? I've never done the cruise. I, I flew over to Hawaii, uh, and we stayed there for eight days. Oh, that's and we we did some island hopping, but um, I never did a I never did the cruise. I did go on the the catamaran dinner cruise, and that mm-hmm. was fun. But I never did do it. Did you know that the fun. beaches in Hawaii, all the beaches in Hawaii, are publicly publicly owned? So right. that's the way they should all, be. All the citizens, yeah, all the citizens have full right of access to every beach. In Hawaii. That's the way they cool? should be. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay, so we're going to real quick, I'm, if we get caller number one, the first caller to call in before the show is over can have these tickets today to Mexico. Caller number one, you got um, exactly two minutes. i give you three minutes um, before we uh, shut down for the day. Three minutes. So if you want tickets to Mexico, Call in. Otherwise, I'll be donating them to someone else. If you have any more, um, oh, let me give you the number, 646-716-9154. That's 646-716-9154, and these tickets are a thank you from FunJet Vacation. What other fun facts? You got any more fun facts for us before we I do, I do. I have, a, I have some really oh, She just uh, went crazy call. about Hawaii. You can tell when Joe the likes something. I love Hawaii. I love Hawaii. Hawaii, the state of Hawaii is the United States' eighth smallest, and it's the 11th least populous state, but it's the 13th most densely populated. Oh. <laughs> wow. I want to go to Hawaii. Ed. Oh, <laughs> yes. One other real cool one that I'll share with you, that when I went to Hawaii, I never really noticed it, but I guess I appreciated it. But in 1927, Hawaii was the first of four United States to have outlawed billboards. The other states include Alaska, Maine, and Vermont. And that's not by accident. These four states are known for their scenic beauty and visually unmarked landscape, which visitors cite as the number one reason for visiting. So when you go to Hawaii and you want to see, you know, just a a, a very clear view of the ocean and the landscaping, you're not going to be bombarded by advertisements, you know? So That's good. That is That's good. good. And you won't be, and you won't be, um, you won't see snakes when you go to Hawaii. No, you, that is true. Snakes are outlawed in Hawaii. The only snakes that could come into Hawaii has to be in a zoo. So you can't have a snake as a pet. You're not going to go out in the wilderness into the waterfalls and find snakes. There is no snakes in Hawaii, and they are outlawed. So those are my fun facts for Hawaii. Thank you, Karen. That's a lot. That's a lot. lot. Yeah, Hawaii to be so small and have 
so many great, wonderful, interest, interesting facts. That's why you should go over there. Stay ten days. Yeah. And yeah. they have they are they are doing a lot to transfer their traditions, their Hawaiian traditions, to the younger generation. Um, because uh-huh. younger people in today's time tend to not want to do some of the things that um, the older generations have done. Um, uh-huh. And Hawaii made sure with their cultural center that they included young people, and that's they still include them in the luau's, and that's why they have the luau competitions, um, so that they can keep those the younger generations invested in in what's going on over there, which is is a great. Uh-huh. So we were still looking for that first caller. I guess nobody's listening today. So I'm going to um, get these tickets to um, Texas Women in Business. We're having our monthly luncheon on on Friday. And we will, I will, some lucky person will draw tickets um, for the luncheon. So that's going to be it for the show today. Either of you two have anything else to talk about? Anything I missed that I needed to let people know about? Um, I I was going to say one thing. Earlier you talked about the quantum of the sea uh, Mm. ship and that it is going to be leaving North American ports heading to um, China. And in February they have their sister ship, the anthem of the sea, that's coming out. It's going to be over in European markets. But in October of 2015, it will be um, it will be here in North American markets. So um, okay. if they want to, yeah, if they want to get on the the sister ship, and it's going to be over in uh, Cape Liberty. So if they want mm-hmm. to, they uh, definitely can get on the Anthem of the Seas. Right. So they'll see all that all that great technology. Mhm. Uh, Oh, that and, and that one will stay in the states and just do United States and the European market, right? It won't go to uh, China, like the quantum. No, no, they don't have that one scheduled to go to China. I think what they did was just just gonna switch it out, you know. So, and and they need to be looking for because uh, there's gonna be another addition to the quantum class, not anytime nice. soon, but, you know, because it's mm-hmm. a very popular. Uh, uh, class of ship. Cool. All right. Well, that's the end of our show for today. It's travel time with Karen. And with next week will be our uh, last show for the till the holidays. So it'll be right after that. It'll be Christmas. Wonder what's the date next Tuesday? The twenty third. So. Um, we're getting really close to the end of the year. This is crazy. The year has gone by way too far. But we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you supporting us. And it's travel time with Karen. There's no better time than now. And we will see you next week. You have been listening to It's Travel Time with Karen. Karen is the owner of Peaks Cruises and Tours. You can find out more about Peaks Cruises and Tours by visiting PeaksCruisesTours.com or giving Karen a call at 512-252-8919. Thank you for listening, and we'll be looking for you next Tuesday.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.